If I had one thing I'd, I'd want to try to recreate is that whole St. Oak Ridge experience where people are so invested and they love this parish so much that they want to reach out. They want to meet new people and welcome them in. Hello and welcome back to Beyond the Bulletin, the official podcast of St. Anthony of Padua. My name is Nate Hoffman. I am the Accounting and Development Manager here at St. Anthony's, and today I am joined by the Chairman of the New Development Council, Tom Brody. Hey, Nate. Thanks for having me. Welcome to the podcast, Tom, and welcome to Beyond the Bulletin. How's it going? I'm going very well. I'm really looking forward to being able to share some information with you guys. So... You're the new chair of, or the chairman of this development council. I want to explain all about what the development council is. I think parishioners maybe have seen it in the bulletin or maybe seen like the APB we put out for volunteers. Come come check it out. Right. Come learn about it. Right. That took place over the summer. Now it's in action. I want to talk about all of that, but first let's talk about you. Okay. You're a parishioner here at St. Anthony. How long have you been at the church? I've uh, been at the church probably since 2016, been visiting, um, really actually been a member since I went through RCIA in, in 2017, actually I backed it up, did the Acts Retreat in 2017. Oh, okay. And that was such a powerful experience. I said, I need, and I was not Catholic at the time, and I said, I'm converting and I want to be a member of this parish. Wow. So, so many of our very involved parishioners are, have been on Axe Retreats or yeah. are currently serving in Axe Retreats. So the 2017, are there numbers of, like Axe? Yeah, I don't know. 20, yeah, I, always... I just remembered the year. That was the one thing that just it stuck in my mind. Um, I haven't been yet. And as soon as I... Oh my goodness, you need to get I know. I, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. And as soon as I this as this, this is heard, I'm going to be invited. Um, <laughs> but um, Voluntold, I think, is probably the way to go. <laughs> yeah. All right. So 2017. So I've been at the church for... Good five years now. Yeah, you saw Father Tom here. You saw probably more than a few associate pastors um, by now. Right, actually, yeah, I'm married to Donnell uh, Macaluso now, Donnell Brody. So I call myself Mr. Donnell because nobody knows me, <laughs> but everybody knows Donnell. Even if you don't know Donnell, you know Donnell because she's been involved in the parish, even over at Saint Simon and Jude. Yes. She's been involved in the Catholic Church in the Woodlands for a long time, doing yeah. just about every job there is. What does she do now? She's the outreach coordinator. Yeah, she's an like, outreach ministry coordinator, I think. That's her t- bit of- maybe her title, but she does everything. She's, she's the ultimate girl Friday. Uh, I mean, <laughs> she right. does a little bit of everything. When she was at St. Simon and Jude, she was doing a lot of the in-house catering for them, too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, physically cooking and, and doing all that. So she And she loves that, too. So she loves being involved. Yeah, we love having her. I, I work with her a lot on things like Fellowship Sunday. And, yeah. and when I throw little parties or whatever, I always ask Danelle's advice for what food I should bring. Or... Absolutely. She's the one to go to, for sure. As soon sure. as I ask her a question, she's like, honey, do you just want me to do it myself? <laughs> uh, yes, That thanks. sounds like her, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. So, yeah, you're, you're, the family's involved in, in the yeah. parish. This is this kind of runs in the blood. But tell us about your experience uh, with this Development Council. Let's let's start talking about that. What is okay. the Development Council, in, in your words, and, uh, yeah, and you know, how did you start getting involved in it? Well, let me just kind of address what the development council, why we, I think we need a development council. Um, you know, churches always have relied on consistent, dependable funding. Uh, and this goes all the way back to, to biblical times. I mean, that's when, the, you know, the, the, the church and the people that followed Christ really lived in, in small communities. And so they lived in those communities because they all kind of donated the resources and they shared the resources. So that was kind of how that started. 
fast forward to today, we don't live in small communities anymore. I mean, people that actually come to this church live maybe an hour away, some of them. Sure. And so they don't have that ability to be able to join resources. And so there's always seems to be this big capital campaign in order to get funding. Um, that's just not a sustainable model. For, especially for operational things. Go from capital campaign to capital campaign. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, wear people out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and not just the parishioners thinking there's always something, you know, to donate to. It, it's the staff, right? Because the staff have to coordinate all that. It's just not something you can do. So what we're wanting to do is, is put in some evergreen processes and really infrastructure to facilitate collecting those resources. Because I, I feel confident that in the parish, we've got enough resources to continue the funding and continuing the operation and the growth of St. Anthony's, it's just we, we don't have a good way to capture those. So it's about creating a sustainable model for growth Absolutely. for St. Anthony's um, for this year, sure, but for the next 25 years. I, absolutely. I go back to before St. Anthony's was funded, everybody, you know, I, I call that the, the St. Oak Ridge experience. And I've heard a lot of stories about that from Donnell. But the one thing that, that really drove home is that everybody was just, passionate about supporting the church and doing whatever they needed to do. And that's how I think a lot of these people kind of got that, let's jump in and get it done kind of attitude. You know, we didn't didn't have a facility, so we had to go find one. So we didn't have these other pieces that a, a normal brick and mortar would have until the building was built. So they had to kind of make it up on their own. And it was such a unique time because there were so few people, hundreds of people involved. Right. Right. right now we have thousands of families involved, and that just creates a different dynamic at a parish. And you have to, you have to look at uh, feeding those families in a different way than if you, if Absolutely. you only had a few hundred. Absolutely. Beautiful, yeah. So we got started with this development council because it's a, it's a vision of Father Jesse's. He, mm-hmm. he went to some, uh, uh, some meetings, some uh, national conventions and things like that, got involved with a, um, a, the Garrigan group. They're based out of Nebraska, and this is kind of their idea right. um, to put together these uh, a council of working parishioners mm-hmm. uh, who each have their own individual councils, and, 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 and they're working on these projects of development. Now, development could be all types of things. You, you talked about sort of the the financial development right it's not just that it's also parishioner development oh yeah absolutely parishioner relationships all of those types of things that would be involved um in in like um say a non-profit's uh development office where they'd have dozens of employees you know working on these things right uh, the staff i i, I used to uh, that's my position here at the church i i'm also the my new job actually starting this week is the accounting uh person yeah. um deborah for those of you who know deborah uh I, um, moved on to a different position, so we're going to miss her a lot. And uh, for now, I'm taking on the accounting duties. But I'm also part time the the development uh, person here at the parish. But it's such a godsend to have working parishioners who are also working on the same the, the same tasks of developing and 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 casting out vision for the parish uh, over the next uh, months, years, you know, decades, even. Yeah, absolutely. We're young in our growth here. This is the 25th year of St. Anthony's, and I think we see a lot of these parishes that are 50, 100 years old. We're just getting started, so I think it's a great time to to get looking. Anyway, we're talking about how this got started. This summer, we started hosting these uh, informational sessions. You attended quite a few of them. Yeah, I attended all of them, right. I liked, Tom, when you were at these meetings, (laughs) you had a lot of good questions. Yes, you you didn't just take for granted what was what was being told to us or or even like what 
our as a staff what our you know ideas for this thing was going to be you right. you you asked some really difficult questions and i think that's kind of why we approached you and said hey why don't you be the chair <laughs> of this thing if you if you're questioning it this so much that's exactly the uh the attitude we need to have so i th- in, in part that's that's why we approached you in the first place to 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 put, make you as the chair of this thing because while this this structure might have worked at many other parishes throughout the country we are our own unique beast, as yes. are all of the other parishes that have worked. Right. Let's talk about some of those. What's unique about this parish? What do you find to be well, unique I mean, here? The one thing that's really unique is that the, the people of this parish really love this parish. I think so. Um, I think, like I said, it goes back to the St. The Saint, Saint Elkridge experience, where people are not hesitant about jumping in and doing whatever needs to be done. And one of the things that, I mean, my experience has not been church-based at all, um, and I worked for Shell for 27 years. And so going through those first sessions, it was kind of like I was at Shell all over again. I know it's one of those things where I've experienced outside consultants coming in and saying the same things that we as employees tried to get our management to, to implement, and they didn't do it. But then somebody from the outside comes in and says, hey, I got this great thing. Let's do that. And then your manager said, yes, let's do that. So I, I got a feel for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, that started kind of the hairs on the back of my neck going, okay, this is the same thing that I've been through for 27 years. I said, this can't work. Because I knew the people at St. Anthony's could do this. And they didn't need someone else leading them. I mean, they have enough initiative, enough drive, enough love for God and love for this parish that they could do it. During that meeting, I said, okay, enough is enough. I've got to ask some questions. And I was asking, you know, what's been the success rate? What, what have you done? So all the questions that you would ask from any business presentation are the questions I was asking. And I wasn't getting a lot of answers. And so I said, okay, it's time for us to take over. I think we can do this. I mean, we've got the idea. Um, and with Father Jesse sharing the vision, we had people kind of volunteer what, you know, and what subcommittees they wanted to be a part of. And it took off. And the, the first meeting that we had, you know, last week um, was the leadership of all the different subcommittees come together. And that's what I saw. I saw everybody actively going out and doing things, getting things done. So it wasn't the, an issue where we we're going to have to push people to work. They were all hitting the ground running and getting things done. And so that was very, I think very um, rewarding for me and I think rewarding for everyone involved just to see how well this thing had taken off. Absolutely, I agree that it was a very heartening first meeting, yeah. and all, all the work I've seen done over the last few months has been um, very inspired, and, and yeah, looking forward to a lot more success. What do you think is the benefit of having parishioners make up these committees? I think you just touched on it, the fact that they, they love this parish so much, and uh, obviously these these folks have are invested heavily in, in what happens here. They've been changed by it, right. but... Why do you think it's important that we build up these uh, committees out of uh, parishioners who, who love the parish? Well, I think a lot of people are kind of like I was in that they, they want to they wanna do more than just donate money, right? They want to help. Um, and so, so many people have you know, jobs outside the parish and in, in, in their careers, a lot of them, they have experience and skills that we need in, in these development roles. So why not leverage their experience and their background to fill some of these roles in the development council because they've done this already. I mean, we've got like, like Kristen Birch, her job is fundraising. 
Yeah. One thing I learned at Shell is that don't ever reinvent the wheel. You know, if you can take what somebody else has done and leverage that for your purpose, that's going to save you time and effort and everything else. Some people call it copying. I call it leveraging best practice. I like that phrase. So that's the one thing I saw, and everybody was just picking up, and they were applying their God-given talents and say, we can do this, We can, and everybody took off and said, I think the biggest challenge is to kind of have everyone, not controlled, but just you know have it be kind of a a growth that that's, we can roll this out in, in more of a um, a really coherent manner. So we've got to kind of organize the way it's rolled out. Sure. So we can't have everybody off doing everything and not be connected. And so that's the one thing is that the development council is going to make sure that all of the subcommittees are connected, that we're doing kind of, you know, marching the same march um, with the vision and just making sure everything fits together at the end of the day. You know, and at the end of the day, that job kind of comes down to you and me. I'll be yeah. the staff liaison to this development council as the development person here at the parish. And you as the chair, um, we kind of will be looking over um, everything that these councils are out doing and then making sure there's cohesion right. along with Father Jesse's, um, you know, his his vision uh, for the parish, which he, he, he's been outlining for the last year and will continue to to give us, um, especially as he spends more time at the parish and gets a feel for what what this parish is all about. I, I think absolutely. he's still early in that, too. I mean, he's yeah. got many more years of uh, being our pastor. So yeah. I, I think one thing that he's going to be surprised at is how much experience and how all the background that the parishioners have. And I think the, the biggest challenge is tapping into that, right? Because a lot of people, you know, they, they may not volunteer because they don't want to be all of a sudden the leader, but as long as they know that someone else is going to take that leadership position, they're more than happy to be a contributor, right? Because they may be leaders at their job, and so they don't yeah. want to be a new leader at their church as well. But they have experience that they know is valuable and can help us get things done. And I think they'd be more than happy to be a contributor. Well, we do have good leaders already involved. And it's, it is – you mentioned um, coming from outside industries. You worked at Shell. Yep. A lot of our leaders uh, are either – development professionals in in their own right right or um, have background in the very thing that they're going to be volunteering in i think of like parish relationships and the marketing um that's one of our com- parish relationships is the name of one of our yes committee. absolutely that the leader there uh, gene treziak has a um a, a background in marketing um yes for for industry i can't remember which which you which you where um, she i think she was johnson and johnson yeah right? so yeah, yeah major major corporations and, and and this is her whole that was her background you know and i think Church work, especially on the business side, has the reputation of being a few years behind, um, you know, industry standards, if right. you will. Yeah. For a lot of reasons, I think the, uh, resources are, are aren't as good at the at a parish for say the HR and accounting or, or whatever. Sure. Um, so there's a lot of reasons for that, but um, you know, in the development world, there's there's no reason not to invest heavily um, because that's how not only everything else gets funded, but you're thinking about, like we mentioned before, it's not just financial development. It's right. it's parishioner development and, and d- the development of the whole Church of St. Anthony of Padua. Yeah. I want to, let's, let's get into these, the event individual committees, because I do want to, sure. I want to talk about that fact that it's, this is not just a financial um, endeavor. It, that, mm-hmm. that is key. That is key to it. Two of the, two of the um, six committees, are going to be invested in that. One of the committees is major gifts. Um, that's all about uh, relationship building, and we Absolutely. have another development professional uh, volunteering in there, uh, Susanna Cronin. She'll be involved. Um, and then legacy giving is, is another way. You're actually on this committee as well. That's correct. I mean, and that's really creating the ability for parishioners to 
establish, you know, maybe long-lasting gifts uh, through insurance things and, um, and other vehicles that people may not realize that they could do as far as donating some to the church. And so that's just really provide education and build awareness um, and, again, create some of that infrastructure so that people, if they want to give, um, they can find out how. And we're going to help facilitate that. Right. And I think that's key in all of this is, is creating these vehicles or making sure that the vehicles are known uh, right. for folks to uh, be generous with the parish, um, especially for those who have these love affair stories with the parish who really yeah. have fallen in love with the St. Anthony of Padua. We want folks to know it's possible to um, continue that love affair in, in, a, in a financial way. But yeah. an, another one of these committees is the Stewardship Committee. Yep. Uh, I'm really happy with what they've been doing. Um, Charles Jardinias uh, and Sue, Sue Shalander are, are, are in charge of that one. One of the things they're doing right now is, is just calling new parishioners. That's literally it. You know, it sounds yeah. so simple, but they've got a team of three or four who uh, every day are calling three or four or five new parishioners, asking them about themselves, where you're from, what brought you here, what are you interested in, let's connect you to some of the ministries. And that's as simple as that, and they've already formed a, hundreds of uh, – calls and, and dozens of connections, right? Yeah. Um, and they're going to be involved in a lot of other things like new parishioner brunches, getting folks involved in, in volunteer work and that type of thing. So uh, really excited about that that stewardship committee. The memorial committee is going to be involved in, in things like, I, I always picture it as the uh, the brick with your family name on right. it in front of the parish. I think that's an easy way to, yep. to think about it. I'm not saying we're going to, you know, deck out the piazza and all our family names, but it's a possibility, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So, and other things. I mean, they can donate specific items to the church in in, in memory of someone else, in right. memory of a loved one. Exactly. So if you're if someone passes away who had right. a who had a greater relationship here at St. Anthony, maybe they would like a a window or a brick on campus or a bench or something. Absolutely. Um, we want to make that possible. Um, the parish relationships committee, I think that's gonna be a fascinating uh, group. They're really tapping into Man, they, they were getting existential at the last meeting. They were talking about the essence of St. Anthony of Padua. They want that, that essence to permeate all of the things that we do, the, the communication. So they're going to be diving into um, you know what that is and, and then building up those relationships with every parishioner, whether you're heavily involved, lightly involved, whether you've got six kids and you feel like you can't go to any Bible studies. I mean, you're still a member of this parish, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, even if you're not in the Cornerstone or the or going to Acts, you know, you're, you're just coming to Mass here and you're maybe barely holding on. Right. We still want to form a relationship with, with all, of, all of these folks, whether or not they're investing time here, you're still in, investing here. Yeah. Finally, the school is also part of this. So the school has been very successful, and in, in they have got a great uh, development person over there, Katie Tressel. Mm-hmm. Um, and and she's, she has a whole outline of, of yearly events and, and annual fundraisers and that kind of thing. If you've ever been to the school gala? I, I have not, but just listening to her in that initial meeting, I could tell that I think the rest of the development council could learn a lot from what she's done. Yeah. Right, because the, the school, like you said, the school is up and running. Um, they have their own endowment. Um, and so I think for the rest of us, trying to replicate a little bit of that success in these other subcommittees will will be huge. Yeah. And, we, and we've got a, a resident expert in Katie says, this is how I did this. Mm-hmm. And, and you can follow it based on this outline. Exactly. And she's willing to share. Yeah. And I'm so excited to have the school involved um, with the, the parish, this as a whole parish, uh, you know, outreach. I mean, this, this school as a, as a, uh, ministry of the parish, we have we have a lot to learn from them on the on the parish side, and yes. I think it's going to be uh, a mutual relationship in the, in that respect. Right. So, 
Tom, let's talk about what we're hoping for for this committee mm-hmm. long term. What, what's your what's your vision over the next few years for the development council? Well, I think this development council, like we said, it's, it's going to be made up of volunteers, and I think that this would be something that would be an evergreen council. This is not just a one and done. This is something that we need to set up, and that I think that parishioners will see value um, in the fact that they can now contribute in a meaningful way, not just monetarily, but in trying to implement processes and, and make sure those things actually come to fruition to, for the betterment of the, of the church and, and for the continuance and growth of St. Anthony's. And I think that this will be something that, you know, is going to be, people aren't going to be in this position forever. Um, people are going to need to move off as, as time permits and their, and their lives change. So this will be something that people will kind of move in and out of, I think. I know and it's, you know, maybe you hold a position for a couple of years and then you step down and someone else comes in. You know, because you want to continue to have new people step up in the parish to be able to be engaged. And so this will be something I think will be, you know, I, these will be assignments that I think people will enjoy. Uh, but at the same time, it's it'll be time for new people. Like I, like I, I go back to the St. Oak Ridge folks. They're not going to be around forever. None of us are. And so we need yeah. to be able to plan for, you know, the orderly transition of, of leadership and have new people come in. And that'll be something that people can aspire to. Is that I, I, maybe I don't know how to contribute, but I can do this. I have this set of skills. And so they can help out and, and be on the development council, and it'll be an evergreen process that makes sure St. Anthony continues on to the next 25 years and beyond. So with that in mind, what um, type of parishioners are, are we looking for? Is there anything specific or just broad-based? I like think every, everybody, I mean, especially anyone that's involved in any kind of, I would say, fundraising um, or marketing, public relations, those kind of things. Because one of the things we want to do, do is find out what the parishioners are, are looking for in St. Anthony. And I think that's part of what the parish relationship is going to find out. But anyone that feels moved to help out. Right, so we're looking for CPAs, financial planners, those folks that can help kind of drive the way we deliver these mechanisms to the rest of the parishioners. You know, again, we're not wanting to reinvent the wheel, but if people have experience in these areas, that's something that we, you know, like to tap into and and, and encourage them to come join us. Um, that's one thing that you know we've got a small group right now, but that doesn't mean that that's going to stay small. I would like to have everyone involved as much as they want to be and much as they can be. Even if you're not a uh, finance background person, um, the right. stewardship committee is looking for uh, people to call. Yeah, yeah, people. If you can talk on the phone, they're willing to. You know, if you could call people and just welcome them in. I mean, again, if I, if I had one thing I'd, I'd want to try to recreate is that whole Sink Oak Ridge experience where people are so invested and they love this parish so much that. They want to reach out. They want to meet new people and welcome them in. Charles Jardinia um, said something interesting in our last meeting. He, uh, he he wondered why this parish couldn't be known as the most welcoming parish yeah, in, exactly. in the diocese and in the nation. Why can't we build up that reputation? Yeah. I think we are a very welcoming parish, but um, there's so much more that we can do. Uh, anytime you're approached by somebody and they shake your hand and they ask you your name, sometimes that feels like a, wow, that was crazy. I can't believe that just happened. Why not make that an everyday experience at St. Anthony's? You know, uh, absolutely. So um, that's part of what that, that stewardship committee they're they're uh, investing in in welcoming 
stewards mm-hmm. um, and, and hoping that, yeah, that's what we shoot for at, at St. Anthony's so that the rest of these committees, that they'll fall into place. But I think that's kind of what we lead with. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited for, for that um, and for, for all of these developments. I, I mean, it's, it's a, um, I think it's really good for the parish long term. I'm just now getting started at the parish. I've been here two years. Um, so I'd, I'd love to have many, many, you know, several decades of experiences here. And, and I'm just at the very beginning. Yeah, um, absolutely. So I'd love to have a family here who, who grows up in the, in the most welcoming parish, you know, in the diocese and, and who folks now thought ahead 10, 20 years uh, to, the, to the future so that, you know, by the time the kids who are in Little Saints are in, in high school and going to confirmation retreats, maybe those are all paid for by, a, by an endowment that, that's been established, you know, in the future. Absolutely. All, all these types of possibilities. Just thinking about the next, the, the next decades of St. Anthony of Padua. So, so finally, Tom, I mean, why you? Why, why did, what, what do you think that you're going to bring to this council? Why did you want to join it? Well, I, one of the things I, I thought I mentioned, I you know I, I kind of saw an outside consultant, and that kind of bristled me. But um, again, I, I wanted to be. I love this. I love this parish. I wanted to be part of it. I wasn't sure how I could be a part of it. What skills I could bring? When I saw those things happening, I thought this is what I can do. And so I, I, I'm pretty good at questioning things, um, and just bringing some not say business acumen, but just some organizational skills. I mean, I'm not, I'm not here to kind of take over anything the way things work, but I think there's, like you mentioned before, there's sometimes where organization in a church level on the administration side may seem a little bit lacking to those of us in the business world. So I'd see there's no reason why we can't bring some of those business principles over into the administrative side of running a church. Um, and so I think that's where I can, I can help. And I know a lot of people that are on the development council have that same kind of experience. I mean, Houston area, is huge in, in big oil companies and other big companies, medical you know medical organizations and stuff. And so we have a lot of that background, a lot of that experience that we've kind of grew up in our jobs, knowing this is how you put organizations together, this is how you get groups to work together. So why can't we leverage that knowledge and that experience and in, in helping our church be more successful? I'm excited. I think this is something that's going to be going to set us apart, and, and I think hopefully we can we can attain a title like most welcoming parish. That'd be beautiful. Well, if you're interested in the development council and volunteering your time, you're wondering, just you know, want to, you want to know more, email me at inhoffman at ap church, um, or call the front office. So you'll get a hold of me. I think eventually we'll get a nice little group email. That's part of one of the you know one of the things we'll be working on as we get our feet under us. We're, we're off and running, but there's still a lot to to figure out. But for now, just shoot me a message and and we can get to talking, and I can put you on the in the right team. Uh, pray for this development council, please. This is, uh, yeah, this is going to be uh, a major effort of the parish, and, and we want a lot of people involved. And we, we really, you know, success for this council means success for the parish over the long term. Absolutely. And, and so please pray for that effort. Um, Tom, thank you so much for spending some time with me today. And uh, yeah, let's, let's develop the next few years at St. Anthony of Padua. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Thanks.